Hello, hello, hello. So who knew there can be up to 27 hormone disrupting chemicals in mainstream period products? It's a really shocking fact that not many people are aware of, considering you're putting period products in or near your body every single month. However, Ridey period products, on the other hand, contain zero bleach, toxins or harmful chemicals. And I'm absolutely delighted to announce that Riley are sponsoring my podcast this month. Riley is an Irish female founded period care subscription service for 100% organic cotton products. They believe you've got the right to know exactly what you're putting into your body every month, which is exactly why they started this business. They also don't want to lock you into anything, which is why you can cancel and reactivate your subscription at any time. No strings attached. And they've kindly given me a discount code for 15% off your first three months of period products. Simply head to their website, www.wearereilly.com, and you can use the code SHANE15, S-H-A-N-E-1-5, and get your eco-period products conveniently delivered to you and when you need them the most. Hello, hello, hello. So before I go into today's episode with the one of my amazing clients, Sarah. So Sarah has been through the Female Fat Loss Program for 12 weeks. So the brand new intake is closing down on the 6th of October and everyone's program will be sent over on the 7th of October. What does a six week program entail? Facebook group, you get lives with me every Tuesday, you will get check-ins from me every week, you will have accountability, you will get tailored nutrition, tailored training with videos, you will also get a like-minded group of individuals who are on the same path, who are on the same goal, who are encouraging each other. And that's what the Female Fat Loss, Fat Loss Program is about. It's about encouraging. It's about educating, getting rid of that all or nothing mindset that is out there. And my goal is to dispel that before I finish what I do. So if you're interested in working with me on a in the Female Fat Loss Program, click on the show notes and the link will be there. It's 169 for six weeks. And there's people who have done three or four different intakes of it because that's what they want to do. And the reviews, the transformations, transformations and mindsets and getting all or, all or nothing approach has been amazing. So I hope you guys enjoy the interview that I have done with Sarah. Sarah's mindset has completely changed in this. I really, really do hope that you enjoy this episode. Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh podcast. So today's guest is a very special client interview with Sarah. So over the last little while, I haven't really done any client interviews because I have decided to kind of go down the more solo route, but people are clicking into my DMs all the time saying we want more client interviews. So I've decided to give what the people want. And here we are. I asked Sarah, Sarah, it has recently just finished up with two intakes of the Female Fatless Program. So we've been working together for about 12 weeks now. And I think well, Sarah's going to do most of the talking here, but I think the biggest shift for what I've seen is the mindset shift. So, Sarah, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. So, Sarah, I know we were kind of like, we nearly forgot to press record. That's twice today. I've nearly done that. So, for anyone who is looking to hear from what your kind of background is and stuff, can you kind of give us a little bit of a synopsis and then why you got in touch with myself? Um, okay, so I suppose I probably started in like the whole like fitness mindset thing November 2019. So I suppose I was second year in college. I probably was the heaviest I've ever been. Bear in mind, I've always kind of been on the heavier side as a child. Um, just hated college, hated everything. And I said enough was enough. Something has to change. So then November 2019, I got in touch with a coach in my local gym, worked with her through 
just before COVID and all COVID. And I suppose with her, I lost a lot of weight very quickly. Um, I suppose with COVID, it was very easy because I didn't have any other like stresses that we have in life now. I was just focusing on college and myself, and that was my mindset through then. And I suppose I coming out of COVID, life got in the way a bit. I kind of lost myself, got injured, which mentally probably was one of the hardest things from going from zero to a thousand, from not moving, not training, to it being one of my main focuses, to that being taken away from me. And then life happened. I recently graduated and then I suppose trying to balance a new job and fitness and everything I just needed a bit more guidance and that's when I got in touch with you you mentioned off air just before I pressed record I was like hang on we need to actually press record here you mentioned that what you were doing during lockdowns and during COVID wasn't sustainable what were you doing and what wasn't sustainable about it I suppose because I had nothing else really to focus on other than college, like I was training and moving, I say three hours a day, which oh, isn't sustainable when you work a nine to six job. Or I had, I suppose there was no social events, there was no life really outside home, especially in lockdowns. So I was in full control of nutrition, movement, everything. But then I suppose that's unsustainable as coming out of COVID. You're not always going to be in control. You're going to have meals out or social events. And I thought that's where I struggled a bit because I went from obsessing and like this lifestyle taking over. And then when COVID eased and lockdowns eased, I could feel myself getting anxious. Like if there's a meal out, whatever, I'd be like, oh, I don't have control of this, whatever. And it would just kind of took over and I nearly went down. Well, I did go down an obsessive route for a while. And then I suppose being injured and whatever, I said to myself, my mindset has to change. Like it can't be just all about losing weight and figures and the scales. That I needed a more overall like health approach than just trying to lose as much weight as I could. Yeah, it's kind of it's it's quite powerful what you said there about kind of the, the the make the kind of moving away from the scales to go down mm-hmm. and also moving away from not feeling like you were in control of when you were out for meals out and stuff. So what did what changed with the the female fat loss program for you in relation to kind of like either working with you on it or addressing those kind of like that balance question for you um I suppose for me yes there was like physical changes and they were great but definitely was a mindset even things like I know the weekly average really helped but on the calories yeah um so I was able to fit in and I know we're saying I probably started at the busiest time of like few months for me but it really allowed me to like work in things I like social events whatever work in my chocolate and carbs every day like that was a big thing for me I was like if he's telling me I can't have chocolate goodbye <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, and I suppose just the whole mindset of everything and like being in the middle of being diagnosed with PCOS too, about how I want to manage this, like nutrition wise, no medication whatsoever. Um, yeah, it was the mindset of you can live and be healthy and still like make progress. What you said there about the PCOS and kind of having the carbs side of things kind of really stands out for me for what you've just said there. Because there's such this there's this kind of like myth that you have to go keto in oh, order to manage your PCOS. And I think a lot of people kind of like everyone has different severities of PCOS and all that kind of stuff, but still doesn't mean that you have to go keto. Yeah. How did you how did you kind of manage that whole thing of like I want to have chocolate every day, how I want to have carbs every day? What was the how did that how did you find that? Um I suppose for me, I suppose the biggest struggle with me was I would just like the week for my period I would crave chocolate and carbs all day every day and then I'd rather have chocolate and carbs over meals I suppose what you taught me was you can still have those but obviously like having like high protein and I didn't realize fiber was so important so still have my chocolate and carbs but just also make sure I have the good stuff as well the sauce is yeah yeah the, like and i think yeah especially with pcos like fiber is so so important mm. um like i'm lo- like yeah I'm, I'm delighted you've kind of brought in that you're, you're able to have those foods and i know when you said uh, you said off air to me about when you signed up it was kind of you said you felt it was going to be the worst time for you and i was mm-hmm. kind of like no it actually was the best time for you because your spouse social life was so busy if i look at sarah's check-ins from the first six weeks every weekend has, yeah oh it's a busy time um, um but it shows that you were in that headspace but you're also those first six weeks you were kind of you were working on getting rid of that all or nothing mindset yes and the, like not being perfect or trying to be perfect all the time like, and for you what is all or nothing like what is like everyone's version of it is completely different my all or nothing if i did if i didn't train i'd be like okay today's right off okay like i would be like okay health is train eat well no like crap but what is crap like no chocolate no carbs no nothing but then i suppose yeah not living yeah um and then i suppose you taught me like you can still live you can still like no matter how many rest days you can you can have you can still like be on your nutrition and still fit in the foods that you enjoy i suppose that was another thing like taking rest days and not beating myself up for not training one day and actually listening to my body yeah and i think that was a big thing for you because i remember because from like if you are if you get an injury you do you go into a place where you don't necessarily like no and it can put you down it can change your mood it can be a dark place for some and the normal response is to kind of like right i'm going to use food as a comfort here so i i like it's not a wrong approach or it's not a wrong we've all done it mm-hmm. um it's just kind of for yourself who is kind of like right well punishing myself isn't working yeah i'm punishing myself it. for what 
like on days I was too sore to train I would just feel sorry for myself all day like eat like but then I suppose the fact you like were saying that like it's okay to take a rest day and remember you saying like Olympic athletes only train three <laughs> times a week annoying. you don't need to train more than four times a week and um, yeah that was a big thing for me and just as was listening to my body what my body needs yeah and I think that was because obviously your body was giving you feedback with kind of like the stress that I was under from like the PCOS from the cravings and stuff and mm. that's I think so what was the the tweak with the cravings and how did we kind of manage that for you like I know you're kind of talking about a little bit like what was the the biggest thing that you took from um, that and I suppose the biggest thing was when you said like the week before your cycle to up your calories so I that made a massive difference because then First of all, understanding why my body was craving carbs and chocolate and also being like, OK, I can have the extra carbs because my body needs them. Like it's craving them for a reason. And um, so then when I hit my cycle, then I wouldn't crash or binge or whatever because I allowed myself it the week before. Yeah, I like I, I, if anyone's going to I'll put it into the show notes of what episodes and stuff to kind of listen to about cravings and what to increase but it's generally about 300 calories it can be a little bit more if, if the person needs it but 300 calories is and the reason why we crave stuff is your body's looking for more fuel it's like going from doing to go away and half a tank of petrol you need that little bit more fuel your metabolism is sped up so when the body is looking for more energy not giving it isn't going to go very well it's like if you don't put petrol into your car it's not or, or charge your car if you've got it if you're one of those people um yeah and I think with your kind of with the nights out and stuff like that, how do you manage them now for yourself with kind of like either having a few drinks or going out for brunch or dinner or whatever, maybe? Um, I suppose the biggest thing for me, so say if I went out on a Friday night or Saturday night, I would make sure today is going out. I still ate proper meals before I would be like, OK, I'm going really local so I can have the few drinks whatever but then I would end up binging that night or I would be or the next day I just I suppose because I, I would be starving because I restrict myself so much yeah um so now I like make sure I like had really high protein like meals before I went out if I was just going out for drinks just work them into my calories like a few slimline GNTs aren't going to make a massive difference. Um, and then the biggest thing for me would, would be the next morning and start, as you will say, win the next meal. Start with a good, decent breakfast. Don't go into, oh, I'm home where I need like crap. Just start with a decent breakfast and then get back on track straight away. Yeah, and the power of the reset really kind mm -hmm. of struck chord with you because i remember writing it on one of your check-ins early on and then you really kind of i think you were in a position to hear it or to read it yeah say. and yeah i think that the power of the reset is realistically i remember saying i think on the welcome video i said to you guys you can't fail this yeah and i was like or oh, you can't fail this if you literally work for the weekly calories or 
we can work on the, the reset or work on the all nothing approach, you literally can't fail this. No. And I think for those who have graduated from it are the ones that have done that little bit of uncomfortable work for themselves. Um, how did you find the the what the, the groups? I know one of the groups was a little bit quieter with interactions and stuff. How did you find the groups? Um, I suppose because I did two, the first group was a lot more interactive and I suppose for me the novelty was there like it was new it was whatever um I suppose there was comfort in it knowing that everybody else probably has the same struggles as you or want to ask the same questions that you're not alone and as you said like 95 percent of people will have the same issues or the same struggles and then even just to bounce ideas off you or other people would be really good. Just get like the clarification and stuff. How did you find the Q and A's that we used to do? Like really, you guys sent in the questions, and I did not mention the podcast episode. I did a live. Um, really good because even like things that I wouldn't have thought like to ask, someone else would have asked. So then, just I suppose again, gain more knowledge about the whole thing. I used to listen to them the train coming home on a Tuesday evening and um, I said yeah. I'm mad that people listen to the podcast <laughs> I really do Um, yeah no the groups are really helpful even uh-huh. just simple ideas that other people would have and like oh I didn't think of doing that sure yeah little small little tweaks mm-hmm. yeah you yeah. can make or try something else in a recipe yeah. or whatever it was because another Greek yogurt thing was yeah. one of the things a few people threw in or whatever it was um and how did you how have you adapted your training since you started because it was fairly fairly intense during the COVID times um I suppose I've really just had to change my mindset so obviously like being injured is crap like yeah you can feel sorry for yourself but then I suppose I kind of had to look at it I don't want to be injured forever so I need to change, look at it in a positive and change my training to suit my injury. Um, so like from COVID doing, I think I was doing like five Zoom sessions a week plus two walks a day. It was madness. Wondering why I got injured. Um, and then I was just going back to physio to get all clear to go back to training in the new year. End up falling on the stairs and like break my back and everything but it was really just do what I can and listen to my body like and obviously working a nine to six job now I don't have the hours that I did in COVID so I don't really have a choice but to do three or four sessions a week like an hour long session Um, so I suppose yeah looking at the positives and just really listening to my body was the main thing and then fueling my body to get better and like feel my training. Do you feel you're a little bit sander to your body? A little bit sander to Sarah? Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that's the biggest, one of the biggest things is like, if you understand that, like doing things out of punishment for your body, like we all have these little niggles or whatever, maybe you're breaking your back's a serious injury, by the way, but we took it slow. We there was no, there wasn't a burpee or a, no. or anything or a jumping squat or a jumping jumping no. jacks or whatever they bloody called. 
that everyone did over the lockdowns. Um, I remember doing like the 500 burpee challenge during yeah, lockdowns. On my back the next day <laughs> was like, what have you done to me? Yeah. No. Um, you mentioned there about kind of going back to work and stuff and you're kind of talking off air about the difference in how you kind of a routine was either the going back into work or the kind of like the struggle of not being in the office of like what what way did you work it or what way have you changed your routine now um so i suppose i'm lucky in a way i can work i have a hybrid approach mark so i can do some days in the office some days at home so what I tend to do is I'm very much like I need to know what I'm doing for the week on a Sunday night. Like my Sunday evening is get ready for the week. Okay. So I suppose I go to a class-based gym. So I book in my classes for the week. I then, so I usually do like Tuesday, Thursday and Friday classes. So I'm like, okay, I'll go into the office Monday and Wednesday. And then just or for me being organised, is the key if I'm not organized as you say I'll bring it and I will just it won't work so I suppose yeah training wise I plan it around my work and then even if I'm in the office try to go for a 20 minutes walk at lunch just to move and then in days of my home I obviously have a bit more freedom I can go to the gym go for a walk in the evening um and just then plan meals for when I'm in the office so it's not all running out to the shop at lunch and so there's nothing wrong with like going out to shop and stuff and all that kind of but I think I think the what the planning out a little bit for your week is genuinely out to like right I've got my classes this week this is when I'm training even that is like something that a lot of people either are kind of feel it's a little bit of kind of a little bit too rigid for them or is too restrictive for them in that like they want to have freedom but i genuinely think the freedom will ultimately lead to the discipline well yeah. the discipline will lead to freedom should i say yeah for me i like to know what i'm doing for the week like i can't start a week without knowing okay i'm doing this class on this day or whatever which does lead to like issues too but then if I can't make the class I'm like my week's all messed up I'm stuck to the drawing board but then yeah it's being rigid but allowing for changes okay like life isn't straightforward things are going to happen like, I'm going to miss a class here or there and it's accepting that I'm like okay I missed a class but it's okay there's more other days have other people noticed the change in your mindset? Yes. Basically, like even friends, I suppose, through COVID and just coming out of COVID, like friends would be, they, they'd be like, you're not living. I'm like, I am living. This is just me. But now I can see, like when friends start, stop inviting you to meals because they know you won't eat them because I'll say I've prepped at home. That's when I was like, okay, something really like. It, it, it got to that point yeah like it got to the obsessive like my friends will go for breakfast and i just have a black coffee oh wow okay and i'll be like oh i have my oats at home but then i'll get home and i'll be freaking starving and inhale the breath 
Because so. I know you've you've had quite a like you've had a quite a significant weight loss journey. Like a like we've only gone to like a small bit, if you know what I mean, compared to what your whole story is. Yeah. You were talking yeah. about it all fair. And like how have your have your family or folks or siblings around like that kind of recognize anything? They see that I'm happier. Definitely. Like I suppose it was like the whole fitness thing was my life. Like I didn't really, I didn't go out because I didn't want to waste calories on drinks or whatever. But now they see me living a bit more, and then that has a good effect. I suppose that I'm happier and I'm more social and I'm more confident. And and I, I suppose before I lost all the weight, I didn't want to go out. So I didn't feel happy myself, or I didn't want to like put myself out there. But as I say, they say the new Sarah has so much more confidence. Like even beyond this, two years ago, no way would I be sitting here chatting to you. From so, last year, like I'm gonna think about it. Yeah, I was like, um, I don't know if Sarah's gonna come back. And <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I suppose, and then when I thought about it, I was just like, I have made such progress been out of my comfort zone in the last two and a half years like yeah definitely was there would not be sitting here it's i because you're because you are and i'm going to sound like an old man here i admire because you've made such an amount of changes to your mindset for someone so young like what 22 23 23 yeah it's only a baba you're only a baba um but it's amazing to see the shifts in the mindset that you've had and it's interesting to see that your friends now have kind of kind of noticed a difference in you as well i suppose i'm more fun now because yeah sarah's really strict i wasn't like i was too obsessed with trying to be perfect what would have perfect meant to you or what does perfect is it is it is a perfect look as a certain look or is it like a certain kind of structure with food um, or a weight I suppose probably structure okay um, in my head going out wasn't healthy so I didn't do it okay or having just enjoying yeah that was a big thing if it didn't seem healthy or fitnessy, I didn't do it. So if that was going out for a nice meal or drinks, whatever, I'd be like, oh no, I need to be in the gym tomorrow morning so I can't have drinks tonight. But now it's just balance. And being good 80% of the time, or what is good, but being... <laughs> I, I, you can tell you listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, just living and being able to reset straight away, enjoy myself, but also not completely going off the rails. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can definitely see you've you've been listening to the podcast because I can see you're you're always thinking of what you're going to say without me saying something. <laughs> it happens every time with clients. It happens all the time. It's like, what does Shane actually say here? <laughs> do i know my why <laughs> that's the big one um 
yeah, like it's 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 a credit to yourself for like one for spotting that there was something up, mm-hmm. and it would have been quite easy to continue that. Yeah, but I think you probably realized that one, it wasn't healthy for one, your mental health, and two, for your actual health, yeah. and then it was also your you were missing out big time. Um, like if you were to say go out on a night out now say if you were to end up in coppers on Saturday night what would the Sunday look like for you depends how hard I went (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, like if I went out the next day I would just make sure I moved I would try like I used to if I went out and it was unplanned I would try drastically cut my calories the next few days to make up for it Banking, so banking your calories yeah and then that just turned into this vicious cycle of like restricting and then binging and whatnot but now I suppose after night out I just wake up move even just from my head just move and then I know even a simple walk tons of water coffee I'm like okay new day forget about last night get back on track You've literally like ticked. So there's an episode coming out in about the about two or three weeks on the number one reason why people um, don't do great on diets. And the answer is all or nothing approach. Mm-hmm. And you've literally ticked every single box of what the, tr- the trick is to not get soaked up by the all or nothing approach, yeah. which is the power of the reset, just do something and I think I can't remember the other one. Uh, the 80 20 approach that you took. Yeah. They're the three things that Amanda talks about. So yeah. you, without even me prompting you, you've 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 kind of like that's how to do it. Yeah. Were you nervous before you started like, will this work for me? Yeah. I suppose it was. I knew what worked for me before of being like really good during COVID. And but then I'm a very different person to then when I was a lot heavier, I hit rock bottom, I suppose. I yeah, I I didn't know what to expect. I suppose being Did that scare you? Yeah. When you gave me the freedom, it did scare me a bit because I was used to restriction. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember we talk, we spoke at the beginning. It was like, right, is this like, where's my plan? Like, where's my, I'm like, oh, yeah. like this, this is it. Yeah. And like, I suppose I, be, yeah, you do lose weight quickly being restrictive to some extent, but it's not sustainable. And that was my whole thing for coming to you. I needed something that I could see myself doing long term. No, like, quick fix whatever have you noticed a difference in kind of like getting stronger with kind of doing your classes and moving your body lifting weights and stuff yeah i think i said that to you one week obviously being injured and whatnot i thought i was getting nowhere which is the most like soul destroying thing um and then it was only when i went kind of I'm back to basics with strength because I couldn't do much in classes. And I was like, oh, all my numbers have gone up. It has worked. Or even just building myself back up 
from injury I ha- and fueling my body right that yeah even my lifts are heavier do how much of an impact was the whole uh, the whole thing about remember the like weeks were like weeks that we spoke about with comparing the certain months to a certain time of the month how much of that did it kind of ease the pressure on you regarding the the scales and stuff it definitely took the panic of like the fluctuation away like obviously so i always know the week before my period it goes up and it's understanding that yeah it went up but it's not a it's not as high as it went up last month yes um i thought that was a big thing for me understanding my body more and understanding why it, i suppose why everything is happening like why is it fluctuating why do i feel like my strength decreases on week three but then seeing that every month but the next week is back up that was a big thing and we started lecturing your friends on it <laughs> yeah they're all fed up with me <laughs> <laughs> it's funny when you start to learn it's like yeah you start talking to everyone about it it's like this is what you should do it's like yeah but yeah. I, yeah, um, no, it's, it's amazing to see how far you've come in such like 12 weeks isn't a long time. No, not at all. It flew past. Um, mm-hmm. It really did fly past. Um, and it's amazing to see the mindset shift. I remember, like, I, I you can always feel the fear of people when they're about to start. It's kind of like, well, there's, there has to be more to this. This seems too easy. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like, Weight loss is difficult. Generally, the head's the head is the the one that's the the issue, and that needs to be worked. And you worked on that, and you were so open and honest about conversations that we had via, via the conversations that we had, and um, you used the group. You learned off the individuals. You participated in the Q and As. You participated in the group, um, and you you led by example. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, they like the the. The mindset thing was huge. I knew that as soon as you got your mindset right, there wouldn't okay. be anything to, 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 to rock you. Like, as soon as you knew, I knew as soon as you got through the busy period with those six weeks at the beginning or the five weeks at the beginning, with the weekends out and the meals out mm. and the trips away, whatever it was, I knew once you got through those, you'd be fine. That's the thing. I think even I remember saying to you one week, like, it has clicked. Just <laughs> that. And then I remember that week being like, okay, remember how good I feel now? For like being on top of my nutrition. So like let's keep this going. Yeah. Like, and it is like I know if I if my diet isn't right, it affects everything. So it's like, okay, remember how good I feel. Let's bring this into the next week. And then I suppose week on week, all the feedback you're giving me, I was like, okay. So this week I hit my fiber. What's my goal next week? And I kind of just started like building goals each week so then by week 10 11 i worked on like different elements yeah it was kind of like a habit tracker kind of thing like yeah goal each week but you needed to hit your goal that week to kind yeah. of move on but you were you wanted to learn i think that was a credit to you as well you were quite quite inquisitive of like right why is this actually happening to me mm-hmm. why is this doing this how do i manage this and you just went, right, I'm just going to latch on to this information, trust what Shane says and go from there. Um, so, yeah, it's it's exciting to see what's ahead for you. It's not even about weight loss anymore. I don't believe no. it is. I think it's about having your life back. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that's a massive, you've cultivated that. I've just pointed you to a direction, but you've walked through the door. Yeah, that was a big thing, was being able, just being able to live healthy. That's what does healthy mean to you? Just being able to move, being able to nourish my body, my head, like everything. Just being able to have the balance and not feel guilty or not panic when things come up and just, yeah, all about balance. What advice would you give to someone who is potentially in the same position as yourself, who has kind of come from that all or nothing background, who is who's afraid of like, like if you were to give yourself the advice, for like I know you're a young person now, but a younger version of you. Um, I suppose knowledge. If you have the knowledge, that's probably the biggest thing. I'm a very logical person. So if I... With your job, uh, I know why. <laughs> if I know, if I understand something, I will stick to it so much better and I suppose be easier on yourself life happens like I don't want to curse but like no curse what I say it all the time (laughs) shit happens and that's okay just make get the small wins and they'll get bigger and bigger and bigger and then if I even look back now to two two and a half years ago I would have never thought I would love training I'd be sitting on this podcast. I enjoy life. And I suppose the hardest part is just making the first step and being like, okay, do I really want this or not? And no one else is going to change it but you. I think the compassion you brought to yourself in relation to not beating yourself up for certain things is probably a massive thing. Because yeah. the punishing wasn't working. No, I don't feel guilty now, which was the main thing. I don't feel What's guilty. That point? No, it's only going to affect me and no one else. So I don't feel guilty. The whole thing about like, if I can't train, I don't feel guilty about it. I'll just go for a walk instead or not even that. Like, okay, I don't have to train every day. Or if I have a meal out, whatever, there's no guilt. I'm just like, it's life. I like it. I I think it's a great way to kind of finish up and kind of like, it is life, shit happens. Yeah. It's what you press, press reset, go again and um, just do something. It's it, like, they're all locked in there. And I think it's, it, I hopefully, I know this episode is going to help. And that's why I wanted to kind of have a chat with you and kind of chat through the various mindset shifts that you've had and the, the education shifts that you've had and stuff. So, um i'm like a proud father giving you a graduation cap um so i appreciate you coming on sarah thank you so much for, no for coming on um and for also supporting the podcast because i know you've been listening to for quite a long time god help your ears you should you should listen to it um you get used to your own voice eventually but uh thank sarah thank you so much for coming on and thank you for all your help and support over the last few weeks no, no, you're very welcome. I really hope that you have enjoyed the amazing episode with Sarah. Sarah's mindset has completely changed from the all or nothing approach from improving a relationship with food and herself. And that's 
why that program was created that's why i want to get into coaching that's why what this is about so if you're interested in working with me in the female fat loss group which is closing down on the 6th of the 10th and which is starting on the 10th of the 10th 2022 please click the link below and get it get signed up there's limited spaces left and i really hope you've enjoyed this episode with sarah sarah's mindset i'm very very proud of sarah it's one of those proud moments as a coach where you're you kind of feel they're ready to go. It's kind of someone graduating. And I really am proud of Sarah for what she's achieved, the mindset, how brave she was to come on the podcast and have a chat. So I hope you guys have enjoyed the episode. If you've enjoyed it, please tag myself up on the up on social media. Please review it up on Spotify or iTunes or whatever it may be. And please share it amongst your friends. So thank you so much for listening to the episode. And I hope you guys have enjoyed it.